Right now, helping us celebrate 50 years of Coventry Hospital Radio, I'm joined by the BBC weather presenter with the absolute greatest name for the job she does. Welcome, Sarah Blizzard. Thank you, Nigel. It's nice to be back on uh, on hospital radio again after all these years. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sarah, having the name Blizzard, uh, is that an advantage or a disadvantage if you're presenting the weather? Oh, I don't know. You know, I never set out to do the weather, but I've obviously always had this surname. It is the family name, but I think it is an advantage. People tend to remember you a little bit more when you suddenly appear, and especially <laughs> the winter months as well. So you get your leg pulled a bit for that one, yeah. especially when it's snowing. <laughs> well, you've already mentioned it, but um, you're best known to Midlands viewers for your weather forecasts on BBC TV. But what most people don't know is that at the beginning of your career, you used to do a Sunday show on Coventry Hospital Radio. So um, when was that? Gosh, many years ago now. I'm in my early 50s now, and I was 18 when I did that. It was the very first experience of doing radio, and um, it was just really enjoyable. I loved doing it. A sentimental Sunday, we called it. Um, some of it was a mixture of people's requests and, you know, just easy listening music. So it was just a nice Sunday afternoon just to, yeah, if, you, if people weren't very well, they could just relax and just listen to some nice songs. And I guess it was called Walsgrave Hospital in those days. It was, yeah. My mum used to work for Wardsgrove Hospital and, and uh, we were on the lower ground floor. It was um, the, I think the lowest part you could ever get to in the hospital. Uh, but it was just a, a little setup with the studios and, yeah, the old hospital. So it seems, you know, it's, it's such a different place now, isn't it? It is, it is. And, uh, Sarah, what do you feel the value of hospital radio is? Well, I joined um, because I had a friend who was 18 and he was diagnosed with cancer and he was actually in hospital at the time when I was visiting and the uh, volunteers came round to take people's requests. And I thought at the time, what a nice thing to do. You know, it was just mm. a lovely thing for him. And he always enjoyed listening to the, the radio side mm. of things. So that kind of spurred me on then to, to want to be a volunteer for it. Yeah, it's a bit unique, isn't it, insofar as you have that direct contact with your listeners you you, you know you you actually collect yeah. uh, requests from the wards and, and then play them out so uh, yeah and they actually mean it means something to somebody as well isn't it it's yes. kind of a personal thing so if they're not well to just be able to hear that record played for them so yeah. that mattered i think an awful lot so you started uh, here where did your career take you after hospital radio um, I did have the opportunity to work on Mercia FM, which was the Coventry Independent Radio Station. So that was kind of the next the next move. Did the graveyard shift there, which was six hours long from midnight until six in the morning. So that oh, was kind dear. of like quite a challenging <laughs> shift. But I think if you can cut your teeth on that, then you're going to you know be able to sort yeah. of go on to other things. And then moved after that to do the breakfast show on Leicester Sounds. So just up the M69, so not too far away. Right. And you, you did a programme called Two Guys and a Girl on Leicester That's Sound. Right. Yeah, From a jacuzzi, is that right? <laughs> no. Alan Birchnell, the footballer who's up the road at Leicester, he would have told you that, but no, it's all sound effects. <laughs> we, used to, we used to make it sound like we were <laughs> doing it from a jacuzzi. But no, I think he was the only gentleman I interviewed, the, the footballer, who did actually sit in the jacuzzi. <laughs> so I just stayed on the outside of it. But yeah, no, clever sound effects, really. <laughs> oh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, that's, that's the beauty of radio isn't it you know the the you allow the listener to to um drift into whatever world you're taking them yeah theater of the mind isn't it theater I think of the so. mind. yeah, yeah absolutely right. and now um you're part of a regional team of weather presenters 
and and you're on TV in the East Midlands, West Midlands, Northwest, yeah. and uh, radio every day in uh, East That's Midlands. Right. Yeah. So so it's how many weather forecasts do you do every day? Oh, it, it varies from what time of day you're actually working. Um, at times, I'm usually on the early one, so it's a three o'clock in the morning start. <laughs> if anybody oh. thinks we just sit there and don't do anything, believe me, we do for 10 hours. So, oh. um, and we can do anything up to 37 radio broadcasts across like 10 different radio stations wow. um, across the country. And then we would do six television weathers as well for the three different television stations that we work for so it's very busy but you know it's good it, it goes quite quickly yeah absolutely and when you're in the tv studio um how does it actually work when you're presenting the weather how do you get much preparation time um, it, when we come in on the early, then it's a lot um, more of a, a quicker turnaround initially. But by the time you do the lunchtime, then it is a little bit more, you know, you've got more chance to sort of choose the weather graphics that you're going to put together. And yeah. um, it tends to be just a green screen behind us so we can't actually see anything behind us when we come to present it we can see it we don't have auto cue from weather we have to ad lib which again working in radio tends to help yeah (laughs) absolutely you know having that around but yeah so we we can see ourselves in the camera um but it's all back to front so if you put your left arm out we could actually then um it looks like your arm's going out to the right so it's actually (laughs) all back to front but you get used to it after a while oh dear uh, and starting at 3am as well oh it sounds like a nightmare <laughs> yeah it's, it's quite challenging winter months are harder than the summer yeah. obviously because it's so cold um but yeah i mean we're all a nice team that work together we're all in the same boat we've all ble- you know bleary eyed and feeling quite tired first yeah. thing but, but yeah you enjoy it really and when you're doing it do you have a set time um or do you have to vary your time that you're going to take according to what else has been running in the show you're part of yeah, it is. I mean, we we joke and, and say we're called the buffer because we're always towards the end of the programme. But that is true because the weather person either absorbs the time or we have the time taken off us. So we can't right. really. Uh, from the minute the presenter that you see hands over to the weather person standing there, um, that's when they'll sort of like first tell us in our earpiece that we wear that uh, that's the duration that we're going to talk for. So you can right. only sort of plan your weather graphics to a point. Yeah. But you have to. Yeah, that's why we add lib, you see. So yeah. You have to cut it and edit it in your head as you go along. Wow, wow. And do you prepare your own graphics, did you say? Yeah, there's some that will come through um, from London because we all work to the same sort of like weather graphics, but mm. um, we have to do the personalization of those graphics. So, you know, any sort of pictures, weather watcher pictures and front pages and outlooks and things that we want to use, then that is our responsibility to put our little program together for that, that short you know, right. period of time. And finally, do do people ever blame you if the weather's not what you predicted? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> on a regular <laughs> basis. I think you need thick skin in this job, actually. Just, <laughs> I mean, no, people are most of the time are really nice and they just want to pull your leg about the weather and, yeah. and maybe your surname and things. But, you know, there are occasions when the weather doesn't play ball, nature wants to do its thing. Yeah. And that can happen, um, you know, sort of like a few times in a, in a period of, say, a month. So yeah. you always feel it, though, because I, I go home and I think, well, that didn't happen today. <laughs> you know, we've gone and said it's going to do this. So we do feel it personally but you know it's, it's what we say is it's not an exact science yeah. <laughs> so there will be a certain amount of um, leeway for errors 
Yeah, well, well, Sarah, it's been great to talk to you. Um, very best wishes for the future, and thanks so much for giving up your time to help us celebrate 50 years of Coventry Hospital Radio yeah. today. I can't believe it's 50 years. Where did that time go? But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. My best wishes to everybody there. You do a brilliant job. Many thanks, Sarah.